Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction, and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com acast, and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com acast. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Happy Monday. It's Candace King. Welcome to my cold brew conversations. I hope you've had a lovely weekend. I want to kick your week off right uh, by hanging out with you. I'm actually recording this episode earlier. Um, although this is a cold brew conversations podcast and I only named it that because I drink a lot of cold brew. I consume a lot of it. And the first time I was making this kind of fun bonus episode, I was just caffeinated up on cold brew and um, I liked the the sound of it cold brew conversations with Candace King. Um, but I'm actually recording this in the evening. This, this is a Wednesday night recording. So it's more of a, a little cocktail conversation with Candace King. Uh, so while you are drinking your coffee and getting your week started off, right. I'm, uh, I'm just, uh, I'm, I'm just like a future you for whatever you're going to do. Maybe this following weekend, uh, I leave tomorrow for Atlanta, Georgia, Atlanta. I'm heading there to actually hang out in Covington. Um, if you're listening to this podcast and you don't know what that means, then good on you. Um, <laughs> and uh, wow, I'm confused and shocked. Uh, so Covington, Georgia is where we filmed a lot of the vampire diaries. And if you don't know, that's a TV show that I worked on. And, uh, we're gonna we're coming back together. There's a whole bunch of the cast is coming together for for convention. So I'm very excited to see a bunch of familiar faces this weekend. I have yet to pack, which is unlike me. 
Very, very unlike me. I am usually packed a few days early. I am very good at packing. It is a skill at this point. I have a system. I even have these like clear plastic bags. If I'm gone for more than a couple days, I can vacuum seal my outfits together and section them off into like daytime wear or or evening wear or act, like active wear. Or I will do, um, I will section them off in these vacuum sealed bags per like first half of the trip or second half of the trip. I got them on Amazon. They're amazing. They kind of look like ridiculous, big, square, clear plastic, like thick, clear plastic trash bags. And you just shove all your clothes in there and then roll them up like you're just rolling. Like, I don't even know what you'd roll. I don't know why initially I went like a salami sandwich, but that's not what you do to a salami sandwich. Like you're rolling a tortilla salami sandwich. I don't know, guys, my kids like weird snacks. So if you're, it's as if you're taking a big tortilla and you're rolling it, not burrito style. You don't want to roll it burrito style. You're just rolling it, just simple roll. And it, and it gets, it shrinks all your clothes down together so you can overpack, but still have a carry on. I'm a carry on kind of gal. Just found out I'm not going to be a carry on gal this weekend because I, I, uh, shockingly, uh, kind of overextended myself, if you will. As you know, I've been taking golf lessons. And if you don't know, now you know. I participated in a golf tournament last fall because I found myself on a solo woman's journey through Scotland. And my activity was golfing St. Andrews. And if you don't know what St. Andrews is, it is like, it is the birthplace of golf. It is the most famous golf course in all the land and all the world. And I had not golfed in years. I've never been a serious golfer, but I grew up golfing with my parents and, and I really enjoy it, but it doesn't mean I'm necessarily good at it. Like cooking, like I really love to cook, but I'm not really that good of a cook, but I love it. So I I make it like it's a part of my personality, even though I'm not really good at it. And that's kind of like golf. Like I've adopted it as if it's part of who I am and it's my personality right now, but I'm not that good. So in order to get better, I've been taking lessons with my girl, Rita. Rita is an excellent coach here in Nashville at at the Gaylord uh, Golf Club at the link at the Gaylord links. I don't know even if that's what they're called. And, um, and I'm getting better. And so I've been doing golf lessons for maybe two months now because I have another tournament coming up because apparently that's what I do now. And I was like, I got a little overly confident because some of the boys golf, like Charles Michael David golfs, Trevino, Michael Trevino golfs. So I was like, hey guys, let's fly down to the convention early and go golfing. Cause I'm a, I, I've been golfing with my girl Rita and I gotta, I gotta take these skills to the green. And, uh, I almost got away with it guys. I almost got away with it. It was supposed, it's supposed to rain all day Friday, like all day. It's sunny on Thursday. It's not bad on Saturday, but the one day I like that Michael Trevino was like ready to go. Charles has to work. So Michael's like, yeah, 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 I'll go golfing. And the one day that it's supposed to rain, I'm like, whew, whew, I got out of that one because this would be an embarrassment. I haven't really golfed like a full game in a minute and I'm still working on it. 
And now, lo and behold, I just got a text from Mr. Trevino himself. And he was like, all right, we got our tea time. Tea, tea time. Tea time's on the calendar. So I got to bring my golf clubs now. And uh, so I can't be a check-in kind of gal because I've got to bring my golf clubs because dum dum me has decided to make golfing part of my personality. Can't just like let it be my reality television. Nope, just got to level up with an activity because that's what I do. So uh, hopefully you follow me on social media and were able to laugh at me. I, I have no idea how it's going to be. I could just lie and be like, guys, I had the best game of my life. I have no idea. I have no idea. But, uh, but that's what I'm doing. That's why I'm recording this on Wednesday. I sound ridiculous because it is, I don't know, these, the, whatever is in the air, whatever bees pollinating, like, yay, we want the bees. It terrifies me that they're all dying and no one knows why. But like this, it's, oh gosh, it is brutal out here. In the words of, of uh, Princess Olivia Rodrigo, her royal uh, princess, uh, it is brutal out here. So I know I sound ridiculous. I'm doing all the things, all the things. I've got all the, all the allergy meds and the nasal sprays and the thing that shoots water up one side of your nose to shoot it out the other side of the nose. And it's none of it's attractive, but I'm doing it and it's not working. So this is what you get. Get what you get and you don't get upset. I promise I've only had like two sips of my cocktail, by the way. <laughs> um, it's just because this is also, usually you catch me at the beginning of the day while I'm easing into my cold brew. This is like two cold brews in a post boxing class, two sips into her cocktail and like, woo, let's go. Let's go. Uh, I thought it'd be fun to, <laughs> now that we're like, uh, eight minutes into this <laughs> podcast, which was really just supposed to be uh, me chatting with you guys. Uh, I asked you guys on social media to send me some questions, your conundrums, to have a conversation with me. And so that uh, maybe you could get a chance to be on this podcast. I give you a little shout out and try to help you out. I'm a giver. And so um, that's what we're doing. That is what we're doing with the rest of this episode. Uh, oh man. Okay. Let's just jump right in. What do I think everyone should do at least once in their life? This is from Anna Luza. Anna Huluza. I'm, I'm telling you the, the, the names get a little tough, but from, but first name, Anna, um, what do I think everyone should do at least once in their life? I'm going to make this a combo. I think you should live where somewhere else. I don't think like, I think it's important to live somewhere else. And I think it's important to travel by yourself at least once in your life. That is just my opinion. A lot of people disagree with this. I've talked about this on many a podcast and with many people that I'm a big, I love to travel by myself. It's not for everyone, but I do believe everyone should try it. I do. I, and I do think that you should try living in a new city at some point in your life. I've done that so many times. And so for me, moving is not that scary. I've done it just an obscene amount of times in my life. Even when I moved, uh, 
when I moved to LA, I moved there with two suitcases. It was me and my mom and she had two suitcases and I had two suitcases. I was 16. And then by the time I was 18, she moved back to Florida to be with the rest of our family. But then when I moved to Atlanta for the vampire diaries, it was just whatever could fit in my car. And me and a friend at the time drove like road tripped from LA all the way to Atlanta when everything was in my car. It is really silly, the things that we move. That is something I've gotten better at. I remember when I was moving to Atlanta, there's this great flea market in LA. Um, it's a third and third and Fairfax Melrose. No, it's the Melrose flea market. It's Melrose and Fairfax. And it's my favorite. I love it. It's more of a, it's more than a flea market. It's like a shopping market. It's a, you've definitely seen it. If you're a, like, you know, if you pay it to, if you're, if you're embarrassing like me and, and you love some celeb gossip, then you've definitely seen it in like the gossip mags. Um, but I truly love it. I w- was going there forever from the time I was 17 years old. And I remember there was this art easel, like this art stand and it was old, really old and it filled it up into like this little wooden like suitcase and then you opened it and it had it, like some little original things. It was very cool. And that, and it was but clunky. And like, I decided that like, I was going to suddenly be a painter. And so I went to the art store and bought all this acrylic paint. And then when I got this job, I was like, Ooh. And then when I was officially moving all my stuff to Atlanta, I was like, this has to come. This has to come. And I brought that in my car cross state, never painted. Didn't, didn't make any, none of the art made it to the easel. But wow, did that did that easel have a journey? So um, in that advice of moving and, and trying to live in a different city, really think about what you want to bring with you. What is something that everyone should not do at least once in their life? Get a rant, be someone who doesn't paint or ever do art and buy a like ridiculous easel at a flea market and then take a giant amount of space up in your car where it could have been for other stuff and drive it across the country. That's something that you should not do at some point in your life. One thing I can't miss before I leave the house. Like one thing I have to make sure that I leave the house. Um, I think this is just a fantastic, uh, important question. I think you, everyone should know is just phone wallet keys. Phone wallet keys for a while it was phone wallet keys mask. For some people, I think it still is phone wallet keys mask and that is absolutely phone, phone call, wallet keys mask. You know, that's pretty important. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad. And I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is plush care. 
PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. three. What is your favorite Taylor Swift song? I appreciate this question, three, because I am really struggling right now trying to prepare for the heiress tour. I'm going to go see it in a couple weeks. And there's a couple issues I'm having. One is that I have a really bad problem with Instagram like really knowing me too well. And I know that that's what it's supposed to do. And it knows all of us. And I like, I'm not unique or special. I get that I'm not special, but the amount of things that I've bought that I don't need, I don't need like the amount of face led light laser things that I'm not going to use twice a day, every day for four months. But I, I read the ad and I get it. I just got an, I just got sold three pairs of sunglasses from one ad. Not one. Could have been just one. Should have just been one. I bought three pairs of sunglasses because it just looked too darned adorable. I, I've got my eye on this makeup kit. It's beautiful. You open it. It's got this light that just shines at your face. It's very expensive. It's hundreds and hundreds of dollars. I don't need that. I don't need that at all. I can sit by a window and do my makeup, but Instagram has its claws in me and it's just taunting me and saying that I need things. And it's also not just saying that I need random things. It's saying that I need things that I actually secretly want. So all that to say, I'm very stressed about the T-Swift Eras tour because I, I, there's no reason why I need to get dressed up. I'm not performing on stage. I'm just going to be watching in the audience. I'm not, I'm not of the youths. I'm a grown ass woman. And this is no disrespect to any, I think every grown ass woman, every grown ass person should be able to dress like all the, all the big, go for it. Like that is your Cinderella ball. Go for it. When you go see a concert, if you just want to do that for like, you know, TGI Fridays, I say, go for it. Like you do you. For me, I know that I want to be dancing. I want to be up comfortable. I want to like feel good, but I'm being sold all these, like, I don't know if it's for Coachella or like some kind like the festival wear. 
And it's so much glitter and rhinestones and things that like are, are very like that say like midnights. I don't need to buy it. I don't need to buy it. But it's taunting me. Like I see it in my dreams. These just these jean jackets with just like rhinestone strings hanging off of them or these dresses that are all bejeweled. Like I got to be on some theme a reputation era type like little skin tight things with like little sequin stakes. I don't need to dress like that. I can just embody the, I don't have to um, like express the era's tour on, you know, my, my clothing. I can just do it from my soul. But I'm very stressed that I'm going to buy an outfit and then be feel really ridiculous or feel very uncomfortable in it. And then I'm also stressed about bathroom breaks during the era's tour because this has been very big on the blogs that you need to you need to practice like you need to study the set list so you can pre-plan your bathroom breaks so you don't pass out because it is over it is three and a half hours long or something. 44 songs. So I'm having a tough time picking an actual favorite song. I will say right now, um, the bop that's really getting me, like I was very into like Taylor's version red in the fall. Like I was very big and like, that was my jam last fall. Um, but right now I'm, I'm in a lover's era. I'm in the lover's era. I've, I've like obviously rocked midnights a whole bunch, but now I'm in lovers and, and cruel summer is, has been my jam. That's been the go-to and it's very early on in the set list. So I don't have to worry about missing that one. Okay. One, two, three, fake a country T X Z X Y Z. Hey, Hey, um, you asked the weirdest dream that I've ever had. I've had a lot of weird dreams and I'm not going to really get into those, but I will say, and I'm curious if anyone knows, cause I've, I've been told like a few different things, but my like big dream from childhood and even into like young adulthood that was very consistent was that there would always be alligators in my dream. And I know that I am from Florida. I grew up going to Gatorland. I grew up going, you know, I was on the lake every weekend. I grew up on a lake. We I, like gate, alligators were very much part of like, you know that they're there and like, you know, when they're out and you never go swimming at night or during dusk and you never walk too close to the water during those times. Or if you know that there's a gator in the lake and no one's called gator patrol yet, like all the typical things that you know about alligators, obviously. But they would always be in my dreams. And it'd always be me in some sort of like big, like water, like whether it's like a lake or a river. And I'd have to like make my way down the path of these alligators. And I'd be like holding my breath and I'd be so scared because I would be like surrounded, but they would never attack me. I don't know. I haven't had a gator dream in a while. Someone used to say that like, that, that then that's my spirit animal. I don't know. But if anyone has any answers to that, I would, I would love to know. So I will definitely keep looking in my, uh, in my DMs for some, for some gator answers. Okay. Multis Flim, uh, you asked if I could have been in any rom-com, uh, which would it have been? Uh, my favorite rom-com is French Kiss. I love a rom-com. I love any rom-com, but that's my favorite. I would be in any Nancy Myers rom-com. 
I the thing is, is like for any Meg Ryan rom-coms, it's because I want to be Meg Ryan. I just love her so much. I could watch her do anything and I would just be captivated and just, I it would be wonderful. But I would want to be in a Nancy Myers rom-com. It's always a full rounded out, like really funny cast. It's, um, and I just would want to live on that set. I would probably want to be on a Nancy Myers rom-com so I could hopefully hang out with Diane Keaton. And then also, because she's in a handful of uh, Nancy Myers things. Also, because I just, just watching those movies, like her movies are so good and everything's just beautiful. And I would just want to like fall asleep in one of her, like the set rooms and just pretend that it was my real life. Okay. You said that you're getting married this year and you said, is it normal to be nervous and maybe rethinking past relationships? Um, I think it's very normal to be nervous. I think that that is just, I mean, it's a big day, like regardless of like the, even just the legal act of getting married to someone or like getting to be with your partner and, and like making a decision in front of all the people that you love, you know, just weddings, like the leading up to a wedding it's an event. It is stressful. So all of that is very, very stressful. You know, look, I, (laughs) I think everyone has their own emotional experience going into a wedding. Weddings are obviously time of also you start reflecting on like your path of getting there. What I would say, if you are finding yourself like rethinking about other relationships, that's a very interesting place to be in is maybe read, there's some like really interesting um, like books about like the, the kind of like, it's not folklore or mythological, but it's kind of like this deeper meaning of like what the traditional, like the traditions of, of marriage and the traditions of weddings and what they have meant through different timelines and different, like different periods of time in different cultures throughout history. And also why a lot of people have, like dreams about death around the wedding. Like there's like something about where it's very common for people to dream about like funerals and death around weddings. And they say that it's because it is a rebirth. It's like this kind of, there's like a death of the old, like the, like you're kind of rebirthing into this new life and there's the death of the life you'd had before in this new life that you're having with someone else. I am not, I am not saying that that's not coming from me. That's, this is just like things that I had like read in other pieces and stuff like that. So if like you find yourself wondering where the root of some of this is coming from, I highly recommend, like I'm a big researcher, reader, article reader, you know, kind of, I love reading like a book, especially about like history, stuff like that to kind of look for some maybe bigger, like higher knowledge answers And maybe that's something that you could do as well. And if you read all that and you're still thinking about maybe past relationships, I don't know, maybe. (laughs) I am not an expert. I am not a therapist. I'm just a gal who has somehow decided she's a golfer and has to bring golf clubs to the airport. So I don't even know if I'm the right person to be asking that kind of a question, but that's my answer. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. M. Lynn, you asked, what do you do to ignore the negativity in the world? Ooh. Well, if you've been listening to <laughs> these episodes of uh, Super Boom Podcast lately, uh, yeah, it. I think that you can't ignore the negativity. I think sometimes when we try to ignore things, it just makes them feel bigger or it just kind of they reappear and it, you can't ignore the negativity in the world. You can't ignore that bad things happen. You can't ignore that sometimes when those bad things happen, it can make you feel really hopeless and out of control. And I think it's important not to ignore it because you have to see it. You have to. That's how you learn. That's how you grow. That's That can also be the inciting incident for you to want to be a part of of changing that negativity and turning it into something positive. Don't ignore it. There's other, there's, I mean, look on like a surface level, it's like if some person is in front of or in front of me or behind me at the coffee shop and is like annoyed because I'm taking too long or like starts yelling at the barista because they don't have the thing or the, or the coffee orders wrong. Like that's a, such a ridiculous level of negativity one of the things I've really been kind of wondering is like, am I in moments like that, would I be standing up to someone like that? Or would I be like lowering myself to get on their level? And like, when it's like ridiculous people like that, who are just mad and you don't know why, like, 
I don't know. I usually just try to shake my head and, and do something nice and do something positive for someone else or even like maybe make the barista laugh or be roll my eyes and be like, oh gosh, how was your day? Try to alleviate some of that stress. And, and it's just, that's a different version of it's To me, that's not ignoring. It's just choosing to see something and, and not give it the attention that it's asking for because it's so ridiculous and small and self-serving to them. But yeah, don't, don't close your eyes. Don't tune out, pay attention. And, um, and that doesn't mean that that doesn't have to make you like sacrifice your, your boundaries at all, but definitely don't, uh, I don't think you have to, to ignore the negativity. Yeah. Just do your best to bring the positivity. Speaking of a question that I got a lot a lot was, um, from so many people, I didn't want to like read everyone's name out, but a question I got a lot was what do, what do I do when I'm sad? And what's, (laughs) I, I've really been working on that lately because no matter what, like we're all going to get sad. We're all going to have sad feelings. We're all going to have feelings of being overwhelmed and at different ages, different things kind of help that. And, uh, I have found that it's really hard for me to like, I operate really well when I am in service of the, like, especially right now for me as a mother. And that's where I operate at my best. Like when I can be of service to my kids and, and like just kind of checking things off the list. And it's really hard for me right now, like as my, as I'm separated, my kids go, from my house to their dad's house. And so when my kids aren't here, I know that they're happy. I know that they're fine. They're well taken care of. They are loved, surrounded by family, all the good things. It's not that, but yeah, I get really sad and it's been a different kind of sad. I hadn't felt this kind of sad and like, Oh, and, uh, I don't, this is, I've just never felt this kind of sad. And so I've been really lucky for me. Therapy always helps. I talk about therapy all the time, big advocate for it. There are tons of resources. It, it, it's uncomfortable. I know finding someone just, if you can just like get out of your comfort zone, take that first step. I think that that is always great. And, uh, and something else that's really ha- helped me that I've just been really sla- like lacking in is not only the mental like therapy, but the physical therapy in the past couple weeks, like moving my body, doing these like dumb hip hop classes as a 35 year old woman. And their classes aren't dumb. It's just, I feel like silly, which I shouldn't like, but I'm moving my body, getting out of my comfort zone. I'm like walking a lot more. I'm like, there's great paths and, and, and hikes around here. I'm, I've been getting back into different workout classes and trying to prioritize that physical health and really just so I could sleep better at night and have like better, just release some emotions. And it's been helping a lot because I am someone who will usually isolate and, or I will phone a friend, but then it's just, it's a lot. And I know that like, I'm a lot. I really will put it all out there because I need to get it out. And there has to be something that I can do for myself. And so, but it's hard. It's hard to prioritize that time until I start feeling 
the emotional, like the positive. I start feeling how good it feels just to be like moving. And then I go, oh no, this is necessary. But before that, my mind's like, nope, you should be doing something productive. No, you don't have time for this. Nope, this is not, this is a luxury, should not be doing. And it, it really is important. And, um, and so I highly recommend that. Just go for a walk, put on a record, phone a friend and go on a walk together. Go try a class, go try something new. And even if like everything's telling you not to, like just, just try a couple times. And, um, at least that's what has helped for me. Obviously there's varying degrees of sadness. So this is not, um, something for anyone who, who, who obviously feels that there is a bigger problem and you should 100% talk to family, loved one or a medical professional. But, um, I'm just talking about my own experience of just needing, uh, some lightness and, and my lightness on like the weight of the world that I put on my own shoulders. It's helped me uh, calm down. And this is funny. Sophia B said, should I choose the good brother or the bad one? I know that this is a vampire diaries question, but I'm just going to pretend it's real because it's funny. Sophia B, you should not be even considering being in love with both brothers. That is going to be messy. Take it from someone who's seen this play out with fictional characters, a lot of broken hearts, a lot of, what else happens? Slow dancing in the rain, but then a lot of humanity switches getting shut off. No, I'm kidding. But, but, (laughs) but that is a very cute way of asking that question. Okay. This one's fun and kind of a little throwback to the one earlier for our, for our bride getting married, Nina LTTG said, do you believe in right person, wrong time? Ooh. I think when I was younger, I did. And now I don't, I feel like I've just, I'm older and I see so many things that I'm like, Oh, if only this would have happened or this, but it was just the wrong timing. It's like the more that I've just seen all the things that I'm really, that have just been so beautiful and wonderful in my life. Like it just happened so easily. Like it, it wasn't this like struggle of like, Oh, like I'm, you know, I'm, if only like wrong time. No, it happened. It was the right place, right time. Like the, all like the best things and that have ever happened in my life. Like that's how they happened. And so, but I think when I was younger, I'd be like, Oh, well it just wasn't good timing. It just wasn't good timing. But also it's so hard already in, in like in relationships, I think for two people to grow, hopefully, in the same direction and, and in somewhat the same trajectory. So to already be like off time with that, uh, it's, a, it's like a, a tough thing to hold on to. Now I say all that. And then there's so many people that are in their like 40, like late forties, fifties, sixties, who find themselves in a different chapter of life and that are reconnecting with people. I feel like anytime I hear a story where it's like, yeah, but then 
you know, it was like 40 years later and then they're suddenly like reconnecting with their first crush from their sixth grade science class. And now they're getting married next year. I'm like Facebook. Like, I feel like that's, that's like this new thing for, for people who like, like that kind of right, right person, wrong time. Like I've heard that a lot, but, um, so maybe my opinion on that will change. But right now, today, my answer is no. I, I don't believe in right person, wrong time. I, I think that means that they're the wrong person. Ooh, is that, is, is that cutthroat of an answer? I don't know. Okay, this is hilarious. I'm going to end on this one. Because it's so funny that you asked this, but this is Jen Dumont. And you asked, do you remember filming for the Hannah Montana movie? If so, how was it? That is so hilarious that you asked that question because like two weeks ago, um, my daughter was watching a show on her iPad and I was like, what are you watching? And she's like, oh, it's Hannah Montana. And I was like, oh my gosh. And if for anyone that doesn't know, which I think a lot of you probably don't know, um, I actually was a backup singer in another life. When I was 19 years old, I uh, was hired to be a backup singer for Miley Cyrus, who at the time was 14. She was 14. And this is when she was playing Hannah Montana and and also was Miley Cyrus, of course. But this was the Hannah Montana show was on, and this was the big Best of Both Worlds tour. So if you saw that show, if you went and saw that tour, I was the redheaded backup singer to Miley and AKA Hannah. I'd never been a backup singer. I do not pride myself on being any sort of formal trained, like good backup singer. But holy moly, did I have the time of my flipping life. And uh, yeah, I was 19 and I truly had no idea what I was in for. I got a call from a gentleman named Stacy Jones. He's an incredible musician, writer, producer. Um, uh, he was the band leader and he had, he had produced my record when I was making music. And so he called me and said, Hey, do you need a job? And I had just been dropped from the label. I had no backup plan. And I was like, yes, desperately I need a job. And, um, and so he, he was like, great, I need backup singers. And I already hired one and I just need one more. And it's for this girl, she's on Disney and it's like Hannah Montana. And I was like, great, I'm in. Guys, I genuinely thought like it was a mall tour. Like I, that's where my brain went. I was like, oh, this will be fun. Like I'll get to perform, I'll have a job. This will be so cool. This ended up being the biggest sold out arena tour in over a decade. Like it was it was like, it was like a 14 bus, like giant bus tour because that's how many like crew and equipment and people were on tour. Like it was huge, huge. 
Not only was it so big, but they even did a movie and not just the Hannah Montana movie. They did the best of both worlds tour experience. The Jonas Brothers opened up for most of the tour. The little little baby Jonases when they wore their purity rings, like they're just little babies. I was a little bit, we were all little babies. Um, Allie and AJ came and opened up towards the end of the tour. Uh, who I, I feel like there was another person, but it was insane, like wild. And so if you watch the best of both worlds, uh, music movie, I'm in that too. And like, it's just ridiculous. And so, and then, and then lastly, the last little bit I was in was in the Hannah Montana movie. I'm in the very last scene when she's singing the climb in the background, all fuzzy, but my daughter had never like asked or watched or anything like that. And so then later on, I didn't say anything. And then later on, she's watching the Hannah Montana movie. And then I was like, well, like I'm, I'm now I'm going to be annoying mom. And I'm like, guess what, babe? And she's like, what? And I was like, I'm, I'm in the end of the movie. And she was like, oh, where? Show me. So then I try to like get to the end. She was like, I can barely see you. Wait, that's you? That doesn't look like you. Are you sure that's you? I can't even really see you. And I was like, yeah, yeah, no, but it's me, but it's not a big deal. Never mind. I should have never said anything. <laughs> I'm just like your weird, annoying mom that's like, hey, I did this thing once. Do you think I'm cool? And then eventually she did watch the movie and was like, mom, I ended up seeing you better. And I did see you. And I was like, okay, thank you for validating me, my dear, darling, sweet seven-year-old. And yeah, it was just very funny. So it's very funny that you asked that question. But if you ever want to see a, oh man, a ridiculous redheaded, just glitter sequin, faux hawked out, like baby Candace, just, you know, doing some background dancing, some finger snapping on stage. Uh, you can catch me in the best of both worlds, Hannah Montana all the movie things. It was very fun. Very, very fun. Um, good year, good solid year of my life. Whew. Well, wow, guys, what a journey this has been. I hope I've kept you somewhat entertained. I hope you have a fantastic week. I hope that you are wondering how my golf game was. I hope my golf game was okay. I actually hope it doesn't rain now. Like, I feel like I have to do this. Like, I, I feel like I have to now. Here we go. Bye, guys. This has been a Superboom podcast, hosted by me, Candace Kane, produced by Melissa D. Montz and Diamond Imprint Productions, and advertisement partnerships with ACAST.